Hey everybody, what's going on? Doing a solo podcast today. Um, it's Thursday, March 14th, <clears throat> 2019. Uh, watched a couple things this week and I just wanted to put a couple comments out there and talk a little bit about it. I don't think this will be a long podcast, uh, especially because it's a solo one. And it's a little hard to talk by yourself. So um, before we get to that, I did want to mention that uh, I've noticed in the last two solo podcasts that I've had that the more I talk, the drier my mouth and throat get. And I know that it's extremely rude, but uh, you will be hearing me probably take sips of water or whatever, or hear my plastic bottle that's sitting next to me pop. <laughs> I just wanted to let you know, I'm not trying to be rude, but like my mouth gets extremely dry. So I just wanted to put that out there. Um, the things that I watched this week, I watched Leaving Neverland. Uh, that was extremely long. I have a couple things I'm going to say about that. I also watched uh, the R. Kelly interview with uh, Gail King. Right, that's her name. Uh, that that was okay. Um, I didn't think it was that great. And I think it's because she pretty much ruined the interview throughout all last week on... Good Morning America, or whatever the hell show she's on in the morning. She was showing bits of the interview all week long. So by the time it got to Friday and I taped it, I had mostly seen most of the interview, you know. So whatever. Um, I also wanted to comment a little bit about the the fight scene in The Walking Dead with uh, Daryl and, and Beta and stuff. So I guess let's first start with uh, the R. Kelly one, because that's going to be really quick. Um, not much with that one. Like, I missed the Surviving R. Kelly. Uh, it was a six-part series, I guess, with all these women coming out and accusing R. Kelly of all these crazy-ass things. Uh, I tried to... I missed it. People were talking about it nonstop. And I tried to find it on demand. We have, uh, DirecTV. And I couldn't find it. So I don't know if the cable company has it on demand or whatever, but I cannot find it. And I'm a little pissed that I missed it. Um, when there's things out there that people are talking a lot about, I'd like to see it for myself, you know? So I'm part of the conversation that I know what the hell everyone is talking about. So I kind of missed that. I was only able to see this interview, and I think this dude is, uh, I think he's losing his freaking mind. I don't know if he did it or if he didn't do it. You know, you don't, you don't know the facts, so... You just know what's being said and, and spun in certain directions. Uh, I don't know. I, I, he definitely lashed out at Gail a couple times. Um, and, I, you know, I laughed. Like, th this dude, is, he's just losing his mind. He's going crazy. But uh, I don't know if he did it. Then hopefully he goes down for it. it it's about time. And all these women, I mean, come on. So... I don't know. The interview was, like I said, it was all right. I wish she hadn't shown so much during the week. It probably would have been more interesting um, if she had not done that. The Leaving Neverland. Now, here's the thing with that. That was extremely long, and it took me two days to get through. That was about four hours and 20 minutes worth, I think. Um, I taped that last last week, and I watched it, and I don't know what it is about these, uh, I don't know what to call them, are they docu-series? Like, I don't even know what the hell they are, but I watch these things, and as soon as they start, like, it, it sucks me in, 
and uh, I couldn't stop watching this, and it's so fucked up and disturbing and graphic, and uh, if you missed it, I mean, I'm sure you've heard a lot of stuff about it. Um, it was about the two guys, uh, Wade and Jimmy, who were just coming out out of nowhere, really, and uh, spewing all this shit, and it's just, I, I don't know, I watched it, it was just, oh my god, it was, I, I don't even know what to think about it, like, you, you finish watching it, and I just, I, I sat there, and I'm like, I don't know, but then I, I did some research on it, and I was looking up what happened at the trials back in the day, you know, because he was accused back in 93, and Michael Jackson was, and he ended up paying that family, um, a good amount of money, I think it was, let me see if I have it in my notes here. I believe it was... Okay, it was $22 million back in 93. He paid the 13-year-old's family off. Uh, it's, to me, is kind of like... Kind of like a little bit of a red flag. Now, I'm, look, I'm not saying he did it. I'm not saying he didn't do it. Because I don't know. I wasn't there. Um, but that, that, I found that to be a little bit weird. And I remember that happening when I was young. You know, uh... 93, so what was I, either in 5th or 6th grade at that time, and, uh, I, I don't know, you know, so that, that, that happened, whatever, and then he was accused again, I believe it was 2003, from a completely different child, uh, and this kid, Michael Jackson had found through the Make-A-Wish, and the kid had cancer, but was in remission or whatever, and, uh, he didn't pay this kid off. You know, they ended up doing a whole trial and whatever, and Michael was found not guilty. But going back to this documentary or whatever you want to call it, these two guys are sitting there and explaining, like, incidences and and um, years that things happened and how things lined up. And, like, it was just... And I know from watching a lot of things like this that anyone who films like a docu-series or whatever they can spin it any way they want you know I'm I'm not an idiot I, I know that so but it, the way this was spun holy hell like it just it, it just it doesn't sound good <laughs> you know and whether he did it or not I I have no clue but the, the one kid had um I mean he had jewelry and as a matter of fact, today, TMZ had posted a video of Michael Jackson in a disguise. I mean, if you really look, you can see that it's Michael Jackson. And this kid that's in the docuseries, Jimmy, standing with Michael at a jewelry uh, store. So, and this is back in 80s or 90s or whenever the hell this, this happened. But, like, this Jimmy guy, he opened up this little box and it had, like, a wedding ring in it, it had, uh, charms, and, like, gold charms, and, and crap, and then the other one had, like, faxes upon faxes upon faxes of all shit that Michael Jackson would just write to him, and send through a fax to his house, and the docuseries goes through, Michael Jackson would sleep at their house, and the families were, thought that was great, obviously, you've got a freaking pop star in your house, he wants to sleep at your house, I mean, that's, Number one, that's weird, but 
mean, he's got a big ass fucking mansion. Why the hell does he want to stay at your house? But then again, as a parent, you're like, what the hell? This pop star wants to stay here, you know, eat our food, hang out with us. Like, so I could see that. But then it gets into, well, you know, these boys are going over to Neverland and, um, you know, nothing weird that my son is going to go up and sleep in Michael Jackson's bed with him. Um, this is just freaking odd. And then the one went on tour with him and was sleeping in the same hotel room as him with the mother, like, down the hall. Then the mother was a, on another part of the tour. She was across the freaking hotel. And, like, no red flags are coming. You know, nothing's popping up. Um, I'll tell you what, if that was my kid... That wouldn't be happening. I don't give a shit how big of a pop star you are. Like, that's just... It's fucking odd. It's weird. I, I, I just... I don't know. I guess it, different times back then. and I mean, he's the king of pop, right? So, these parents, like... Maybe they were in love with Michael, too. Like, who the hell knows that they would just allow this crazy-ass shit to, to happen. Um, and then, like, the... I think it was the second trial, the one in 2003, where the workers at Neverland, like the maid and um, these other people were coming out and saying, oh, well, we saw Michael do this with the kid. We saw Michael do that. He, the maid had caught him in the shower with a little boy. Um, one of the other workers had caught him kissing a little boy. Like... These are huge things, and no one wanted to come forward because they were afraid of what would happen to them, I guess, because, you know, Michael Jackson had money and, you know, whatever. But it's just... I mean, if you haven't seen this documentary, I think you should, you should try. I mean, it's definitely disturbing, but, like, a lot of shit. It goes over a lot of stuff, and every... Every picture that Michael Jackson's in, he's got a little boy next to him. Like, it's just weird. I don't know. I mean, it was... I couldn't stop myself from watching, even though I was disgusted by the whole thing. Uh, it's weird how that happens. I don't know why I like stuff like that. Just same thing with Ted Bundy tapes. Like, I was addicted. I couldn't get enough. I wish there were more tapes. I want to see... I want to see more. It's just weird. I like watching shit like that. I don't know why it's... I'm a weird person, I guess. I don't fucking know. Um, what the hell else did I watch this week? Um, the Challenge. I'm addicted to that. Um, if you don't know what the challenge... Oh, well, another thing I wanted to mention. See how my mind works? I'm just as bad as the nerd. Um, with Have you guys seen The People vs. OJ? I know we brought this up before. And that was the whole uh, series on... I don't remember what channel it was. But that was really good, and the nerd had watched, uh, nerd and I watched that together, and, um, by the end of that, like, I was like, oh my god, this dude did it, you know, whatever. But they're supposed to be coming out with another season, and I was, I'm wondering why they haven't done this, because, I mean, the Michael Jackson trial was huge. I remember it back in the day, you know. I, I spin it another way, like, I don't know. I would like to see the other side. You know, to do the defense, uh, let the defense do their side or something. It was just, I mean, this was obviously, this documentary was one-sided. It was about these two boys who, one of them had uh, said, actually, I think both of them had said back in 93, on a stand, 
that they were never touched. And then later on, um, the one went back in 2003 and said again that he was never touched. And now they're saying all of a sudden that, yes, they were, and these are the details, and this is what happened, and blah, 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 blah. Like, so who, who the hell knows? Like, you really don't know. It was just a very, very disturbing thing. Anyways, back to the challenge. <laughs> um, that series is on MTV. And if you don't know what it is, it's back in the day it used to be. Remember when uh, Road Rules and The Real World were on? Um, I used to love those growing up. I used to watch them all the time. And uh, actually, I miss those shows. But, uh, you know, a, a few years after those shows were out, they came up with a challenge, and it would be Road Rules versus Real World. And it would be the people from those shows and, you know, to see who's the best. And they would go through all these challenges, these these hard-ass things that they would have to do. And, you know, there would be a winner at the end or whatever. And uh, I think I watched one or two seasons way the hell back. Uh, and then I got sidetracked, I guess. I don't know, working or something, you know, because it was years and years ago. Well, last year, I got into it again. Um because it had been a long time, and I'm like, oh, this this could be interesting, so I started taping it, and then I taped, I think, one or two episodes, and then I'm like, you know what, I don't know who any of these freaking people are, <laughs> you know, because it's been fucking years, so I went and downloaded the MTV app, and then I binged, I think, four or five seasons, and now I'm addicted, I can't get enough of this damn show, so this season, there's a lot of, uh, they call them veterans that have come back, um, from previous seasons, and let me see if I can pull it up, where are they, okay, so, for this season, let's see, for the vets, I'm just going to list off a couple that I was kind of rooting for, um, Cara Maria, now, listen, I've liked her for the past few seasons, um, I haven't seen all her seasons, obviously. I told, I just said that I had only seen a few. But I like her. This season, she needs to just shut up. Can you just shut up? Shut up with your whiny-ass bullshit with this fucking Kyle dude. Like, just, I'm over it. I am over your freaking love triangle, whatever the hell. Like, she, I'm, I root for her because she's a freaking beast. As a female, like, she can kick some ass on, on the challenge. So, I root for her. But, personally, like, shut up. Um, CT, I like that dude, he, I think he's awesome, Devon, love her, loved her on Big Brother, so when I found out she was on again, I was excited, because, um, I mean, I love her attitude, the things that she says cracks me up, <clears throat> Hunter, I mean, he was such a piece of shit last season, when he, I saw that he was on this year, I was like, Ugh, hopefully he goes quick, Johnny Bananas, completely rooted for him, rooting for him, um, he's, he's a beast. People are afraid of that guy, you know? Uh, Cam I like. Let's see, Kyle I like. Natalie N, I like her. She's from Big Brother 2. Um, not the greatest at the challenge, you know, but I root for her anyways. Uh, let's see. And Zach, I was rooting for him, right? And then as far as prospects, these are the new people coming in. Uh, I think there was only three that I even knew. Yeah, Josh, Julia, and Liz, and I know them from Big Brother. 
So those those were my picks. Those were the people I was rooting for. Um, and then the freaking show starts, right? And it's unbelievable <laughs> that everybody that I was rooting for pretty much is fucking gone. Like, <laughs> I just don't understand. Um, Ashley, who won last year, gone. She was gone immediately. First elimination out the door. And I wasn't rooting for her, you know, but I, I didn't hate her. Like, I didn't dislike her. It's just lavender ladies or whatever the hell they want to call them. I just don't really care for that group. Uh, but I was shocked. I was so shocked that she was the first one out. Um, CT, gone. Like, I think he, I think he was the second person out. But yeah, so, no, no, he wasn't. He was fucking Johnny Bananas. And this dude, Johnny Bananas, won, like, I don't even know how many freaking challenges. Dude is the second one out. So that just shows how, how this season's going already. CT was next. Gone. That's another favorite. And it just keeps going. Now we're at, uh, who the hell left? Oh, Natalie left. Zach left last week. And then who left last night? Why the hell can't I remember? I literally just watched it an hour ago. Oh, Leroy. I don't give two fucks about him. But, I mean, these are, these are beast people that are just getting annihilated immediately. So I don't know who the hell I'm going to be left rooting for. Seriously. But that that's a show that I, I can't seem to get enough of. Um... I love the challenges. I think they're great. The The thing that I don't really care for is all the... I'm not one for um, a whole lot of drama. Like, you get sick of it after a while. You know, with the the same crap over and over again when they're in the house and they're arguing or whatever. I, I like when they're out there and they're you're, they're doing the actual challenge and then the elimination chamber. I like that. Uh, I can deal without most of that drama that goes on. But, I mean, who we, with what we're left with, I mean, we're only a month in, and a lot of these people are freaking gone. So, I don't know, I'm thinking uh, Kyle and his, uh, his partner there could possibly make it to the end. I mean, we're not left with a whole lot. Wes, I think he could possibly make it to the end. I can't stand Amanda. I think she's annoying. Jenna isn't bad, but she can be annoying too. Cam, I freaking love, so hopefully she makes it far. Uh, Nanny or Nani, I don't even know how to pronounce her name, but I'm, she's growing on me. I do like her. So hopefully she makes it far. But um, this dude, Bear, like, I don't know where the fuck he came from, but uh, he's fucking annoying as shit. Like, seriously, shut up, dude. Like, I've never seen so much drama come from one goddamn person. I don't know who he is. I, he's he's a Brit. He's from a reality show across the pond or whatever, and they pulled him from there. But, man, that dude needs to go. I don't care for him at all. Um, the only problem is his partner is Devon, and I like her. So that kind of sucks. Um, I did watch This Is Us this week, and... As far as that show goes, like, I, I watch that every week. Um, I'll tell you what, though. This season, I don't... I'm one of the ones that, from the beginning, I cried every episode to the point where I would have a damn box of tissues sitting next to me. 
Like, that show, like, I, I don't know. I get so damn emotional watching that show, and it's freaking pathetic. Um, but I think, like, once we found out how Jack died, because um, we all knew since the pilot that he was dead, and I think once it finally came out how he died or whatever, I, I don't know, it's a different feeling watching the show now. It's still good, you know. I still enjoy the hell out of it. It's just, I don't cry as much. Um, which I guess is a good thing, but I kind of liked that about the show, I guess. I, in a weird, twisted, fucked up way, I guess. <laughs> um, but I did want to mention this one one thing about that show. I At the end, when, uh, what's her name there? Kate has the baby, and they're, she's sitting next to the little incubator with the baby and uh, Toby. She's praying, you know, she's praying to Jack and asking um, that the baby be okay, that the baby make it, and, uh, you know, and it was a really sweet, sweet moment. I really expected the show to just take the camera and, like, pan back a little bit and then see Jack on the other side of the incubator, you know, with his, like, maybe even with his hand in the incubator holding the baby's hand or whatever, and just saying, okay, get Katie girl, you know, like, you know, that he's there and that he's going to watch over the baby and make sure that everything's okay. I really think they missed that opportunity. That's what I expected. And he, they didn't do it. I was, I was shocked. I would have, that would have made me bawl my eyes out. There's something about Jack, like every time he's on and he's in the freaking scene, I'm sitting there freaking crying. <laughs> it's so pathetic. But, I don't know. That's the way it is, I guess. Um, I've been told several times to try and watch the Fire Festival. I don't know if you guys have watched that. I believe I've mentioned that before. That it was suggested. You know, a couple of my podcasts I listened to have watched it and commented on it. And um, I, think, I think I might try that one next. Because, like I said, I like, I like docuseries like that. <clears throat> stuff that happens in real life that's fucked up for some reason. I can't get enough of stuff like that. So I think that might be the next one that I try because that is on Netflix. I don't have Hulu. Um, I heard the Hulu version is better. But um, I'm going to try and watch that. And maybe I'll maybe I'll talk about that next week. I don't know. Um, we are up to... 159 five-star comments today, I believe. We've gotten quite a few comments the last couple days, which is amazing. We uh, really appreciate you guys listening and tuning in. Uh, we're trying to put out more content as much as we can. Uh, we are going to be doing our, another joint po- uh, podcast, although we still <laughs> we still have no idea what the hell we're going to talk about Um it could just be us hitting record and just bullshitting. I really don't know. Um, you Last couple of weeks, we really haven't had a plan, have we? We just kind of came up with a topic on the fly and just went with it. So we got a lot of comments about the sitcoms. A lot of people enjoyed that, um, you know, because we mentioned, we mentioned a whole lot of sitcoms. And so if you haven't listened to that, I would definitely go back and check that one out. Uh, what what the hell else we got here written down? Oh, 
Um, I believe the nerd had mentioned in one of his podcasts that uh, things might are going to be changing at his job or whatever, which comes with a different schedule. So I'm thinking about it. He thinks we're going to be fine, but I keep thinking about um, our Friday podcast and how we end up doing that late at night and posting it and stuff, but now his schedule is going to be changing as of this weekend. So we're still going to be doing a joint podcast, and as far as I know, we will still be doing our podcast on Friday night, but that might change to Saturday nights instead. Um, But that's not a guarantee. I'm just saying if for some odd reason we're not up on a Friday night, you know, look for us on a Saturday night. We're, it's going to be there. It's just the schedule is going to be changing with his job. And uh, that might end up changing our schedule with the podcast, unfortunately. But, you know, got to do what you got to do. And hopefully this is a this is a good change personally. So um, what I'll be doing today is I was out of the house yesterday for the first time in a while. <laughs> um, so I actually have some shows to freaking catch up on, which sucks. I don't like getting backed up and behind. <clears throat> um, I'm going to be watching Survivor and Chicago Fire today. I also have Riverdale, New Amsterdam, and Roswell to catch up on. For God's sakes, man. I And the thing is, I can't cut any of these shows because I love them all. I, I, I don't know. You know what the problem is? Is every time there's a new... Um, TV season, right? Which is what? Usually in the fall and then sometimes in the spring. The problem I have, because I have a variety of likes, that when pilots happen with new shows, I record every single one. Every fall and every spring. Because I can't help myself. I don't know why. I, I record every single one and then I watch them and if I don't like them, obviously I never record it again, but then I get sucked into a million freaking new shows, and then I end up recording the whole season. I gotta stop doing that. That's my freaking problem right there. Um, <laughs> it's it's getting a little it's getting a little ridiculous. But um, oh, I wanted to talk about a quick thing with The Walking Dead. Was I'm not gonna go through the whole thing, uh, you know, because that show it it moves slow. And the main thing that happened. This week, I believe, was the fight with Daryl and Beta. Uh, and then that scene lasted for a couple minutes, you know. Daryl getting his freaking ass whooped, man. And this Beta dude, like, I don't... I don't read the comics. So, th- this dude, is he's new to me, okay? I know nothing about him. Know nothing about that group. But this dude is, like, ultra-human or something. Seriously. Because, I mean, Daryl was getting tossed. He was getting thrown through walls and on top of tables and this and that. Daryl gets up and stabs him in the chest. And I know it wasn't, like, in the center of his chest or anything. But Daryl stabbed him with um, a small knife. What the hell would you even call that? I, It's on the tip of my tongue and I can't think of it. Like a switchblade, right? Uh, like something small like that. Like, he stabbed him on the side... Of the chest area. This dude didn't even flinch. Didn't yell out in pain. The knife is like in his chest. And he's doing nothing. He's just charging at Daryl. He rips it out of his own chest and charges at Daryl. And I'm just sitting there like. 
dude, you couldn't even slow down for a fucking second, man. Like, seriously? <laughs> and he tosses Daryl around and, you know, whatever. So then the end of this scene is, like, he, Daryl pushes him through, like, this black hole of shit. And then it, it moves on to another scene or whatever. And I'm sitting there like, well, what the fuck happened? Where the hell did this guy go? <laughs> you know? Really, where the hell is he? And of course, you don't see him until the very end of the episode. And he's down, like, all the way at the bottom of this elevator shaft. Now, this is a huge-ass hotel, right? Daryl is at the top floor. This guy has got to be at least in the middle of this hotel. So I'm saying, like, ten floors down, something like that, you know? And he's laying there, and you can see that there's blood. You know, the dude's bleeding. All of a sudden, this dude gets up. Like, what the fuck? And I know that you can't... I mean, it would be stupid if Daryl killed him immediately. Like, I know that. It's just, you fell down that far. No broken leg. You know, no broken arms. Not, you know, twisted up. Nothing. He just, he stands up and he's pissed off. Like, <laughs> I don't know. Like, I, I have no idea. But, I mean, I thought it was awesome. It's just like, what is this dude made of? That he can be stabbed and then thrown down a freaking elevator shaft and then get up and have nothing wrong with him. A little bit of blood. That's about it. Uh, I don't, that's my opinion. <laughs> I mean, I thought that was kind of awesome. So, we'll see where where that goes. He's got to get out of there somehow. That, that beta dude, he's got to make his way out of that elevator shaft. So, I mean, that'll definitely be interesting. Um, I guess I'm going to kind of wrap it up now. Um, you can reach us at Myrtle Beach Nerd on Twitter. Uh, Myrtle Beach Nerds with an S at Gmail. You can also reach us on Facebook at the Myrtle Beach Nerds podcast group. Um, you can leave us comments and feedback and suggestions and all that on any of those three places. Um, you know, if you have any questions or anything, shoot us an email. We, you know, we loved doing that mailbag that one time. Uh, we would love to do it again. If you have any comments and you've already uh, commented on iTunes, because I believe you're only allowed to comment once. I don't really know how that works, but if, I mean, if you have any other comments or things you want to say, or let us know what your favorite episode was, or what you would like us to talk more about, or maybe talk less about, let us know, because we're very open to any feedback that you might have. Um, and I guess that's it, so we will wrap it up and end it here. I hope you guys have a good rest of the day. And hopefully you'll get another podcast tomorrow night.